0: Good evening, welcome back to We The People Podcast with KC. I am proud to be back to be able to talk to all of you again. i um, always excited when I come back to uh, give you a good conversation and to just put out there what was throughout the day. I can't ask for anything better. It's always something that's wonderful and fantastic. Um, do... If you do like this podcast, please do spread the word about it because I would like to know that we can continue to uh, build to spread the word and have others hear it. And then it allows you guys to be able to talk to other people and uh, have smart people talk with smart people. And it's good to be able to hear the truth instead of always hearing lies or part truths, you know? And it's important to be able to hear that and to know that the right things take place well we're going to continue on with the Constitution of the United States in article 1 which I don't know if we'll do every section of article 1 I think we'll just do the first one of article 1 or how about we'll do the first two sections of article 1 section 1 says all legislative powers here in granted shall be in be vested in a Congress of the United States, which shall consist of a Senate and House of Representatives. In Section 2, the House of Representatives shall be composed of members chosen every second year of the people of the several, sta- of several states, and the electors in each state shall have the qualification requ- request for electors of the most numerous branch of the state legislators. No person shall be a representative who shall not have attained to the age of twenty-five years, and be seven years a citizen of the United States, and who shall not, when elected, be an inhabitant of that state in which he shall be chosen. Representatives in direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several states which may be included within the within this union according to their representative respective numbers which shall be determined by adding to the whole number of free persons including those bound to serve to serve uh, service for a term of years and including Indians not taxed three-fifths of all other persons the actual enumeration shall be made within three years after the first meeting of the Congress of the United States and with every subsequent term of ten years in such manner as they shall by law direct the number of representatives shall not exceed one for every 30,000 but each state shall have at least one representative until such Enumeration shall be made. The state of New Hampshire shall be entitled to choose three. Massachusetts, eight. Rhode Island and Providence Plantations, one. Connecticut, five. New York, six. New Jersey, four. Pennsylvania, eight. Delaware, one. Maryland, six. Virginia, ten. North Carolina, five. South Carolina, five. And Georgia, three. When vacancies have happened in the representation of from any state, the executive authority thereof shall in, uh, issue rights of election to file such vacancy. The House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and other officers and shall have the sole power of impeachment. That's section 1 and 2 of article 1. We'll be right back after these few. Welcome back to We the People. Our first segment is going to have to do with Republicans' blast Biden's response to American death in Syria as weak and indefensible. Republican lawmakers on Friday lambasted State President Biden For his response to the death of the American Of the American site in, Sy- in Sy- Syria, Syria Arguing that he's showing weakness And failing to deter America's adversaries The criticism came one day after Biden ordered the U.S. military to carry out retaliatory strikes in Syria, where Iranian forces had killed a U.S. contractor and wounded six other Americans in a drone strike. The U.S. launches reportedly killed eight Iranians. Iranian-backed proxy forces then proceeded to carry out their own retaliatory strikes on Friday. Launching rockets that targeted a U.S. base in northeast Syria, there are no U.S. casualties and no damage to the base, according to first assessment. Republicans in Congress said the apparent tit-for-tat between U.S. and Iran is a sign of weakness on the part of Biden administration. President Biden and his national security team are letting Americans down. Said Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, I fear General Milley and Secretary of Defense Austin are not proving to be up to the task of providing the deterrence America needs to remain safe. However, the ultimate blame for the failing foreign policy and military situation we find ourselves in lies with President Biden. America has only one path available when attacked. Respond swiftly and vigorously and overwhelmingly punishing force designed to make enemies worry and engaging with the United States. Being strong is the best deterrence against future attacks, added Graham. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You hit them hard, you hit them where it it hurts and it counts, and they won't try to do anything. But, the well, he did it. And killing eight individuals, which they'll be like, Well, the way how those countries are, they're not like us, they're not even close to the way how we are. You have to hit them where it hurts, where it will where be world take will cause effect and tell and make them not to be able to respond back like they did. That's what you have to do. What we not the way how we did it and that's what i said in a in a in an earlier podcast and that's and that's why i that's why i see and that's why i would have done if i was the president the south carolina republican wasn't alone in attacking biden indefensible that american life must be lost before joe biden acts wrote senator tom cotton republican of arkansas had he responded in force to dozens of earlier Iranian attacks, this tragedy could have been prevented. Austin needs to explain why he isn't doing more to deter Iran. Representative Mike Waltz, Republican from Florida, posted a graph showing that Iran-backed attacks increased after Biden took office, claiming that the President is pursuing a policy of appeasement rather than deterrence. Representative Scott Perry, Republican of Pens- PA, Pennsylvania, also weighed in on Twitter, suggesting that Biden is cuddling Iran. Cuddling Iran. This is further conf- confirmation that the that U.S. must stand strong against the IRGC and Iranian terrorism, which clearly still has a stronghold in Syria and throughout the region. Tw- tweeted Senator James. Langford Republican out of Oklahoma using an acronym for Iranian Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. A US designated terror terror group. The Iranian regime is a threat to regional and global peace. The Pentagon said to said the US had taken pro, proportionate and del- deliberate action with its strike in order to limit the risk of escalation in its targeting response beyond the halls of Congress many observers including foreign and de- de- foreign and defense policy analysts have expressed concern that such that such an approach will encourage Iran to continue striking American targets the White House didn't immediately return Fox News digital requests for a comment on Republican criticism and that's what that's exactly what I said the way he did it it's not going to deter anything he just basically did the strike to at least say hey look I'm not I'm not weak look I did something but It should have been in a better situation. It should have been where it makes an effect. And that effect is you hit them where it counts. What is it that's most important to them? Iran Iran wants their own nuclear bomb. Take that out. Affect them in those positions where they consider themselves strong. Take those out. Make a statement like that and that's where they'll back off and you'll make other countries start to say, whoa, wait a minute. America means business. They're not weak. What he did, that's weak. Because they already, you didn't hit them where it counts. They're hitting us and we're not doing anything about it. And that's what he allowed. It has to be different. That's what I already talked about. That's what I said, we made we made a mistake by putting this man in office, and when I say we, it wasn't me, it's not you, the ones that are listening to me, it's the ones that voted for him, the 81 million people, which now has been lessened, and I'm pretty sure it's probably buyer remorse right now, knowing the well he's been for the last two years, and we got two more years to go, and that's a lot that will that you can see end up being some bad situations still coming up, and Nothing can be done about it just yet. Not for two years anyways. We'll be right back. We're going to take a short break. Welcome back to We The People. Um, our next segment's going to be Florida... Wo- it's going to be about Florida one step closer to giving DeSantis a chance to make us cons- constitutional carry majority. The Florida House of Representatives has passed a bill eliminating the requirement for an individual to obtain a permit in order to carry a concealed firearm in the state. The bill referred to by to be to by supporters as constitutional carry law passed the Republican-controlled House with 76 yes votes and 32 no votes on Friday afternoon. House Bill 543 would allow law Lawful gun gun owners in in the state to carry without asking the government for a permit and without paying a fee. Those who wish to still obtain a permit can do so if the bill becomes law. The bill would also not change who can and cannot carry a firearm. The NRA would like to thank the Florida House for passing the NRA spearheaded constitutional carry art thome the National Rifle Association Florida State Director told Fox News Digital in a statement on Friday, "This vital legislation guarantees that the law-abiding Floridians will not need government permission or pay any fees to protect themselves and their loved ones." Lead sponsor and representative Chuck Byrne and Speaker Paul Rainer played key roles and we thank them for their outstanding leadership throughout the process, the NRA, our millions of committed members, and Florida gun owners e- eagerly anticipate Florida joining the ranks as America's twenty-sixth constitutional carry state. Brennan, the Republican resp- sponsor of the bill, has referred to the m- to the measure as a public safety bill. This bill is a big step, a big step to help the average law abiding citizen to keep them from having to go through the hoops of getting a permit from the government to carry their weapon, said Brennan. It is also not going to change who can and who cannot carry a gun. People that are prohibited now are still going to be prohibited. Constitutional carry laws Strengthen the right to its self-defense in florida by recognizing the right of any law-abiding law-abiding adult who is at least 21 years old and legally eligible to obtain a carry permit to carry a handgun without first leaving have without first having to obtain government permission critics argue that easier access to concealed carry will lead to more gun violence america has seen a devastating increase in gun deaths every year, and more mass shootings than days this year. Katie Hathaway, a mom's demand action, said during a public comment session, "I would have to disagree with that because you got to see where is it that every shooting has taken place? Every shooting either happens, always happens at uh, facilities that have gun lock." gun laws where they're saying that they're not uh, permitting guns into their buildings i can tell you right now the ones that will be carrying the ones that will the law-abiding citizen that will be able to purchase the gun will be carrying that gun and they will be following the law they're not just going to whip out their gun to put it in someone's face it's a law abiding citizen that that has a respect for their gun and the and the capabilities of their gun but by having more people be able to carry their gun instead of having to put it out there that they have a license saying that they're carrying a gun which i don't think is anybody's business if someone is going to be carrying their gun and having it concealed that now You're going to see that if there's more guns out there, and knowing that there's this law, the bad guy is going to look and say, Hmm, should I really try to go after this person and try to steal from him? Or do anything to them because, well, they have a gun to point it right back at me? Because they're cowards. And you're going to see a big difference. That you're not going to be seeing... It's like they're trying to say it's going to cause more gun violence. How? The ones when you have to go purchase a gun besides Hunter Biden lying on the application and nothing being done to him because there's there's, uh, two different types of judicial system for them and for us. The law-abiding citizen, the law-abiding citizen, fills out the fills out the the paperwork to do the background, fills it out truthfully, so that way they do get the gun the correct way, because they don't want to go to jail, they want to be able to be out here and be with their families and protect their families, and they are the ones that will take the um, safety classes because that should still be required. I don't know and I'm going to probably want to look it up to see if they will still require safety, uh, gun safety due to more people built to carry, which I'm pretty sure they'll uh, carry that out. They better carry that out because it's something that is, that is good to have is gun safety. It's good to know how to be with your firearm. It's good to know how to clean it. It's good to know um, how to always check it and then how to show somebody without pointing it and also on how to hand it over without uh, a clip in it or making sure that there's a bullet in it. You check it yourself and that the other person checks it themselves before doing anything with it. And I think that's the important part, which I don't see, and I'm pretty sure that's got to be a part of it. If it's not, that needs to be a part of it, is to at least have gun safety still to take place, because gun safety is always important, so that way there's no accidental, accidental situations taking place. But, like I said, it's the ones that this is going to uh, permit is the law-abiding citizen, and that's what's important. And I have no problems with that. I think more states should do it because then that'd be that would allow for less crime. Because, like I said, the ones that do the crime, they're going they're going after the person that is weak, the person that's vulnerable. They're not going after the person that's going to do anything to them because they don't they're cowards. They don't want nothing done to themselves do, done to themselves. And that's what you got to understand. They're cowards. Why else do you think that they use a gun? And have no problem shooting somebody. Because they're cowards. They And they also know that that person is not going to turn around and shoot them. You know? Well, that's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. Um, just God bless you. God bless our great United States. Uh, I thank you. I thank God for you. For this opportunity. For this great nation for me to have the parents that I do for all my ancestors that have been in the military all the way back to my great great grandfather um just and now my son that is in there now and he's in the navy and just to bless each and every individual that does The greatest honor is to uh, be a volunteer into our military. And they do it for themselves and their future loved ones. And that's what I'm proud of. And God bless our police in blue and the EMT because they do those to help others. Good night.